So should we mute, I guess, mute um, Zoom? Who should, I think? How do we do it last time? We did. You get the feedback. One of them has to be muted. So I think I need to mute my Zoom. So I'm muted on Zoom. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Maybe I need to mute me. You might need to mute your Zoom as well. Of this. Okay. Well, well, you keep your Zoom on so we can just have the audio, right? Well, I thought you were gonna upload oh, the audio. I am. So, so I, because I'm gonna have to mute this um, phone call. Hold on, let me. Hold so maybe on. I shouldn't be on the phone. You think? No, because my last one. Hold on, just let me think. My last one I did just like this. Okay. Re-recorded. Mm-hmm. And and did the video. I had my phone. He was here and there. Okay. So my Zoom is muted. So you're hearing me through the phone. Yes. Because okay. I think if I turn on my Zoom, you'll get the feedback. Okay. But in I don't remember if mine was muted. Yes. So now it's muted. So that sounds better. And does it? And it does it when I'm on. Yeah. Okay. So what did we do the last time? Okay. I I um. Oh, you can't hear me now. Oh, you can't because we're here. Yeah. So I did it. I just did it, but I don't know what I did because. So we'll master that. There you have it. Okay, everyone. <laughs> and I love it. And that is why this is the place where we can rant and let things flow freely and authentically. Because that's how we do it here. Great day, everyone. I just want to say a heartfelt welcome. If you hear the sound of my voice, welcome to Heartstar Podcast. Yours truly, C. Eric Clark. We are here with Pamela McCord correct yes and we are excited to just be in the presence of another strong amazing being looking to not find her purpose but be her purpose and um and yeah and she's she's big on her faith like we know her father was in the military she's married she's over the bridge from us in saint in tampa so she's like a neighbor of ours so um, welcome, Miss Pamela. I'll allow her to introduce herself a little bit, but um, welcome to Hearts Talk. Well, I am delighted to be here, Sierra. Thank you so, so much for the invite. I am excited. I can hardly wait. Um, you know, your listeners probably don't know, but our meeting was truly a divine intersection, his orchestration. Um, I had registered for this conference. It was a couple day conference or what have you. And I knew I had a lot going on. So I was gonna pop in and pop out and pop in and pop out. And throughout the time, I literally only connected with one person. And ironically enough, we learned today when we were chatting, she only connected with one person. So, you, you know, I don't, I personally don't believe in coincidences. I believe he is always in orchestration mode. And so I, I just find that to be amazing. Um, and when I can't explain something, as you get to know me, you'll find out what I say is hashtag G-I-S-C-C. 
and that stands for God is so crazy for me. I you cannot explain it. It's young, it's just crazy, but then when you reflect on it, you think, how cool is that 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 thing happened? And uh -huh. so this is truly a hashtag GICC moment in that, you know, all the people, why was she, and she was saying that she was having some technical difficulties yes. and yes. wondering, did I hit the right thing? Should I be here? I'm in the right place, all that kind of stuff. And ironically enough, when I logged in and I was the only one there, I was thinking, did I do the right thing? Is this the right group? Is it, you know, I wasn't sure, but I stayed and I just reached out, you know, did I, I am or what have you. And, and as they say, the rest history. Yes, it is. Yes. His story, right? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, so I love it. And it was, it was just that, like freaking out because technology issues, like what did I do wrong? And I'm like, oh, I got a message. I got a message. Like, I could, like, I was so excited because it's all you need is one. All you need is one. And so I was so encouraged by you. It didn't think about who should have been there, who could have been there, like, none of that. The whole technology issue thing went out. I'm like, I connected with one person and she's interested in the podcast. So not only did I make a connection with someone else, but now I can talk with someone who can not only empower me and then we can elevate others. So I found out that she's in, in empowerment. She's in self-esteem, a motivator. And I'm so, look, it's, okay, so let me slow down. So she's um, in empowerment. She's in self-esteem. So the the title of this um podcast today is heart plus plus courage equals self-esteem and so we're gonna talk about self-esteem from the heart and what does that look like and feel like for you and how you can now feel different about you and so just just take it away miss pam just take it away Oh, wow. Um, well, I'll begin telling a little bit about me and my background. Okay. Um, you alluded to a little bit of it. I'm married. I have been married for this April will be 26 years. Oh, congratulations. We've been together 30, about 30 years. Um, I refer to him often as my heartbeat. Um, <laughs> How cool is that? You know, he is just that guy. Like, he is just near and dear to my heart. I, okay, I, well, yeah, I know this is about self-esteem, but like, give us the team. So like, how did y'all meet? Like, how did it even happen? That this is gonna be crazy because I know people say you don't meet people in the club, but anywho. Yes. <laughs> okay, ladies, you just, all right, all right. I met him at the club, okay. out at McDeal Air Force Base. My husband did 30 years in the Air Force. Oh, wow. And it, it's all right. My dad also was after duty military. So my dad did 28. Both my brothers are academy grads from USAFA. They were one of the first set of black brothers to ever graduate um, from the United like, States. It's in the family. Air Force okay. Academy. Okay. Both of my brothers were there on presidential scholarships, uh, full rides. And so Air Force brothers older than I know. Mm -hmm. I'm, sure, I'm sure they married. Um, uh, well, one of them's divorced and one of them is married. One divorced, one married. Okay, I'm just saying, I might be asking for the listener who might want right, to Right, okay. right. Okay. Well, the one who's single, he's um, a retired colonel. Okay. <laughs> no kids. Okay. Um, and I think he's pretty awesome. Y'all heard that? No kids, retired colonel. All right. Okay. You, you know, from my perspective, he's 
the bestest big brother. Oh, and he's a big brother. Oh, that's cool. Right, because I'm the youngest of like right. four of us. I have two brothers and a sister, and I'm the youngest. And, um, you know, I can't speak to him from a relationship standpoint, but right. he's the bestest big brother ever. Right. Yeah, and normally the guys that I know that are, like, serious about their sisters, they're usually good guys because they wouldn't, it's kind of like how I feel like, like if I did this to a girl, I won't want a guy to do that to me. Now you also got the ones that's contrary to do them, and then you want to beat the guy up or do exactly what you, so it's a balance. But the ones that I mostly met, if they got heart for sisters, then they're usually good men. So that's and, cool. and he, was a he was a caregiver for our mother before she passed. I mean, he, he's just a wonderful Oh, well, person. I'm in caregiving. Look, maybe we talk about me. Look. <laughs> no, kidding, it's great. So I'm just excited. I love this. I just love the connection. Like, mind you, we met by way of internet people. And you couldn't tell me that. Like, I feel her. Like, you can't tell me that we don't already know each other. I'm just saying. But we over here ranting at Hearts Talk. Okay, so. Yeah, so oh. let's talk about relationships for a minute since we were talking about why okay. we're married. So I, I met my husband, like I said, at the club and, and all that. We dated for like three and a half years before we got married. Um, no pressure, no nothing. I mean, it, it really, I would say, you know, everybody needs to create their own plan, right? Their own agenda and not allow outside influences and what I mean by that is, you know, we dated for three and a half years. The same night that I met him, he was out actually celebrating his birthday. I met him on his birthday. And he was out with his roommate and some of his friends. And I was out with a girlfriend of mine, right? And so that night, fast forward about six months, the girlfriend that I was out with, she married his roommate, right? And so she's like, uh, oh, yeah, let's have a double wedding. I was like, oh, yeah, let's not. Right, right, <laughs> right. Because um, quite frankly, she shouldn't have been marrying him anyway. But anywho, that's their business. Right. But I, I, you know, I felt my pressure. You know, I didn't get married until I was twenty-nine, almost thirty. So I got married in April. Uh huh. Um, some might call me a daddy's girl. I got married on my dad's birthday. Oh. Um, because you were that was the gift. You were the gift. I get it. He was, totally, you I know, definitely. You know, my dad, right? And I love my mom too. You know. Got married on my dad's birthday. And um, so by that time, you know, I would be turning 30 in December. So I got married in April. I would have been turning 30 in December. But so that means I went through high school, college, and started living my adult life before right. I got married. So a lot of my high school friends got married right out of high school, certainly uh -huh. right out of college. Some of them were on their second or third marriage by the time I had my first and all that. So of course, oh, when you get married, you know, all that stuff. Right. But I cannot, and I, I, you know, encourage you not to be persuaded by that outside pressure and biological clocks ticking and all that kind of stuff. Because, of course, my faith says, right, this time, right, right, right. And so, my husband at that time, my boyfriend, fiance, was ready to get married much sooner than I. Because he knew what he had. But so what I said to him is, I'm not ready, but I don't know what ready looks like or feels like because this is my first rodeo, right? Like right. the bird's going to sing, the sky going to open up. Like, I don't know. Right. 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 And, and so, but to be secure in self, what I did say was, if you feel the need to be married right now, you need to go find someone who's ready to be married right now because I can't tell you how long it'll be. If right. you wait six months, if you wait a year, whatever, I'm going to, because I don't know. Right, right. So that was a risk. 
but you were willing to take and that's what can we just stop right there for a second Mm -hmm. I think sometimes and even I'm I've been not even see my situation Mm -hmm. but sometimes we're guilty of doing a thing okay I did have a current thing because I'm newly divorced so dating kind of and I had guys that make good money nice and good man like and wanted to be married but I was in this place where I was learning to be intentional with Sierra because I wanted to know what it was like for Sierra to love her because I've realized and I had to swallow the hard pill of that I wasn't really loving me and how is it that we often look for others to give us what we aren't giving ourselves and how often is it that we get mad ladies that when a guy ain't called us or text us and told us beautiful, but how many times you walk past the mirror and haven't looked yourself in the mirror to say good morning, beautiful, but yet you're so angry at him. You don't broke up with him, call him everything, but you ain't mad at you the same way you're mad at him. So I'm come on, help us today, Miss Kim. Absolutely. And so that's being secure in self. Because uh-huh. what that meant was, if he needed to go find someone else, that would have meant I would have been by myself, right? right? But I'm okay with being me, myself, and I. Yes. Right? I yes. can hang out with me. She pants pretty cool. You know, we can hang right, out. Right, right, right. Right? Um, and be okay with that. Yes. To not feel like you have to have a mate. Uh-huh. to feel whole. In fact, one of my friends said, you know, how people are so accustomed to say, oh, this is my better half, right? Uh-huh. She said, don't ever say that because the reality is you have to be whole by yourself. Totally. I totally So we are, that's your compliment, right? Uh-huh. Meaning you're and... each other because yes. you're whole all by yourself. Totally. totally. This person is just complimenting that whole you. Yes. Yes. So I, I had to stop saying, oh, this is my better half, because that's just what people say. Right. Um, but it was so true what she was saying. And but to be able to say that you have to be whole all by yourself. And sometimes that requires just like you're taking a pause and working on self, right? And being able to affirm self. It's nice when other people affirm us, oh, you're beautiful. Oh, you know, I love your smile. It's wonderful when other people do that. But even if you don't have that. Or in addition to someone saying that to you, mm-hmm. you've got to be in a place yes. to say that to yourself with confidence, right? It's empowering. I don't need anybody to affirm right. me. I affirm myself. Yes. You know, and you and God make a complete group. Yes, and that's what I was. Um, that's what I grew to find because I just finished my first book. It's called Finding Sierra, and we talk about all these different things that we find. It was like literally, I was on like this treasure hunt or my it was taking me on the treasure hunt within me to yeah. find the parts that I had covered up from a lot of the, the trauma and just the traumatic things I experienced as a child and so we hid in all those uncovered so it was, I was going back and finding those and I I, I, I find and I discovered that so I learned that affirming yourself is very important so I put it's called six self-planting seeds is what I write in the book. So it's just little things that I started saying to myself daily. And then I started putting affirmations all around the house. Because then I was unable, because it's some days I don't feel it all together. Like you were saying on, I was listening to you on one of your YouTube things. And um, you were just saying that it's a choice. You can either see it half full or half empty, but at the end of the day and the beginning of the day, the choice is always yours. And so I'm so on the days where I feel like I'm half empty, 
and I can't give it to me, it's there so I can still see it. So I had it on the bathroom, I had it in the car, on the mirror, on the dashboard, because I was intentional about unlearning to relearn these things that I have done. And so so from the self-planting seeds, I turned it into six affirmations. That's a downloadable PEF that's available in the back of the book. Because the because as you affirm those things, they're like seeds, and then you gotta water them daily. Every day, so it's about a consistently of watering that thing, so you can produce exactly and manifest what it is that you're speaking. Absolutely, so, yes, absolutely. Yes. And so, of course, as you as the story, the ending with me, he decided to wait. Oh, that's right. And he ended up having to wait three and a half years. No way. Because we dated three and a half years before we got married. Right. And, well, that's cool. and that's But now, almost 30 years you, later, Pam. we're still together. Yeah. Great for you, Miss Pam, for sticking your guns. And like I was saying earlier about the gentleman, like, so I had to be like, what are you going to do, Sierra? Because this is a good guy. Like, established, makes nice money. Like, but what are you, are you going to, like, let, you're willing to let that go and I? I had to really think about it, but I was like, yes, because I can't forfeit this chance with myself ever again for nobody else. Like I was learning my do's and don'ts and wills and won'ts and not setting boundaries, but being my boundaries, even for myself, Mm -hmm. because a part of me would have loved to hide behind the masculinity of a man because I realized I always liked it greatness. I was just afraid of my own. So I always got with people who were of authority and you know ran things were like leaders and not followers but one because I was scared to lead on my own but I knew that that was what I was supposed to be around so are you willing to give that up and absolutely because at this point all bets were on me like I needed to be intentional about Sierra and, and, and so- it's really not necessarily giving it up because the reality is for us was that if it's love and I firmly right. believe that if it's love it'll be there it'll yes. be there a yes. year from now two years from now six years and if it's not then it wasn't meant to be and I saved myself a whole lot of heartache yes right? agreed but agreed. as it turns out it was and we stuck to it we stuck okay. to it and now if you look around it's like oh my gosh we've been together almost 30 years it's crazy it blows my mind when I think about it yes. right um but it's all because no pressure like you got to do it in when you you know it's right when you're letting him meaning him not the mate but him yes right you're never going to go wrong right it's his time and his time is so different than our chronos time our plot time come on ain't he he doesn't work in that time yeah right you know and and so you got to get used to be patient and then our, I mean, but at, on the back end, how glad are we that it does not work out in our Absolutely. time? Absolutely. How glad are we that we actually had to wait longer for that one thing we thought we were going to die if we didn't have? And then yet, for some reason, you had to wait, you had to sit your butt down, you couldn't get it, however it worked out. And then later on, you were like, oh, thank you, I'm glad it wasn't in my time. You know, yeah, like, talk about relationship, I think about, you know, like guys that I did like high school or college. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, like if I had married that guy. Yeah. That boy, right. What would my, my life would be so different? Yes. Not necessarily in a good way. I don't really know. But just kind of based on what it was then, I'm thinking, oh, that would have been horrible. True. Right. All right. And, awesome. and so but you have to go through things because we all are part of all who we have uh-huh. Right, and so the good, the bad, the happy, the sad, the nice people, the not so nice people, all of them 
help formulate who we are today. Yes. Right? They, they all played a role right. in our development or what have you. And so, but it all starts with and ends with self. So we were talking about self-esteem and self-esteem is fundamental, foundational in every aspect of your life, right? It all starts with how you think and feel about you, uh-huh. right? And, and if it's not where it needs to be, it's okay to put pause and take that time to step away and spend some time with you, yourself, and I, right? Uh-huh. All of us. And that's what it was. We had a whole huddle. Like, we was like, bring it in. Right. I had a version of me that was mad at me because it's it felt like it was like on the inside looking out and it pretty much told me that I've watched how you don't speak up for us. I watch how you don't you don't follow your truth. You don't follow through with the things that you say you want to do. I watch you leave your dreams home on the pillow every day and you go out and build somebody else's. What about us? What about your ideas? What about all this about oh it gave me and oh like that, that, that was commercial now with that lady she's sitting in the boardroom with all of her no all I of seen personalities that. are at the table that's exactly what it was and we we, we like duped it out one version of us I had to duct tape and hold tight and put in the corner because you we we needed her to feel but she was too emotional for us she's the one who that wants to no you can't you can't play this round you can't be in this part there's the, the the higher self has stepped in. We're now listening to our internal voice, right? And and our natural GPS and my spirit is speaking up, and it's like no, it was like beating, boom, 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 boom. How dare you? And, and that's why we're here today, and and that's why we're able to now meet amazing people like you because, like you said, when you when you walk those things out, you mm-hmm. now elevate and you now connect with something different. Absolutely, it's magnetic, and so it's what you draw, what you put out into the universe is what you draw into you. And so, when you are in that lowly place and not feeling worthy, or that you have value or purpose, or you don't deserve good things to happen to you, or, or what have you, that's how you show up in the world, right? Right. And so, when you show up that way, the negative things are just drawn to you, right? And you're, you're choosing all these negative things because whatever, what difference does it matter, you know? I'm a nobody and so this is what happens to nobodies and right expects anything more of a nobody right you know those kinds of negative thinking mm-hmm. stinky uh, thinking that's what I've been calling it lately like sometimes the issue is you you got to get rid of your stinky thinking in here we quit the point of thing about everybody else but what's really the common denominator here like can we be honest like can we really that's what I mean like I had to deal with some hard truths about Sierra. And I think that's really where the the true growth can only happen. Like when you're being you you being fit fifty lukewarm, mm-hmm. then and yeah, you're you're gonna always get the lukewarm. And that's why it was like time out. We gotta really do something totally out of my norm. And so it was really cool because on my spirit, like it's how it even lined up to even connect to you. So for my 40th birthday, I'll be 42 in October, but for my 40th birthday, we did a, um, I always do like a little theme. And so, but I can hear this song playing in my spirit. And I'm like, what is this? Like so much, you're, you're like listening to nothing, but I hear it. And so finally, once it finally made its way to the surface, it was Diana Ross, I'm coming out. And so I looked it up 
and I got the words and it was just like I'm coming out dun, dun. I want the world to know and then just the words that said it was a new me coming out and the words were so profound and spoke exactly to how I was feeling and it came from my the uttermost parts of me I wasn't thinking about that song or the thing and just so how profound it's been and now it's a chapter in my book and now so much around that has become a whole movement it's so divinely connected like just like this whole interview how it's just connecting the dots so the picture can be seen absolutely and he does he's orchestrating all the time and, and we sometimes it'll take a while to kind of connect the dots uh-huh. um, so prime example for me is five is I say that's my number and like I didn't know that was my number uh-huh right it, it's just like it kept cropping up and then you'll find it, I'm, I've written a book already I wrote that my first I published my first book back in 2016 then in 2019 someone wrote a book about me which oh, was wow. so cool wow and so then, you're really cool like in you're 2020 cool. I participated in an anthology so I contributed a chapter so I'm working on this B5 journey so we'll talk a little bit about B5 in a second okay I've been journaling um, since this and I refer to this division of my company as my assignment from the big guy and because it is an assignment and it's so profound I've been journaling since day one since the very beginning since inception mm-hmm. I'm gonna write a book about it and um, I, I don't want to miss or forget or leave out any piece the good the bad the happy the sad the highs the lows the ins the outs I want it all to be there because I feel like this book different than the other book that I wrote is going to have multi-layers of messaging for different readers so there's going to be some readers who will need to know what it truly means to be obedient when you get an assignment because these assignments much like testimonial they're they're not for you they're for other people right and so you can't keep it to yourself you Uh have to share it because that's where the value is is in gifting that to someone else and so someone's going to need to know about that because had I not accepted this assignment someone would have lost their life literally because this program has literally saved the lives of some females yeah wow and so somebody's going to need to know what it means Uh, to persevere right when things aren't going the way you thought they would the way you thought they should you got to persevere right so somebody needs to know that somebody's going to need to know about what it feels like to have such an impact on somebody else's life, right? Um, and, or, or to your point, like planting the seed today and somebody else might be responsible for watering and somebody else right. is responsible and for harvesting yes, it. Yes, ma'am. The, yes, the outcome, ma'am. but you know that you have to be the seed planter in this scenario and so it's if you don't plant the seed then there really is no need for the water and the nurturing and all that other kind of stuff so you got to do your part even though you don't see the flower blossom right right um somebody's going to need to know the value of introspection and what self-esteem really means and why it's so important so there's so there's going to be so many different facets and levels Uh of purpose in the book but the book will be very purposeful because it will be orchestrated by him that's why i'm journaling now 
So I don't know when it's going to come out. He'll orchestrate that too. So I don't know when. So I don't, I'm just journaling for now. Right. Um, but it's just really important, you, you know, that no man, no woman is an island. Like we all need each other. Right. And right. it's so important to, you mentioned it several times about being intentional uh-huh. about things and not just hoping in happenstance all the time. Like you've got to be intentional about doing certain things. Yeah. Um, and one of those things is your self-esteem. Like you have to be intentional about making that a priority, even when it's in a good place. Because the reality is we all suffer from low self-esteem at some point or some time uh-huh. in our lives. And sometimes uh-huh. it's multiple times in our lives. It's a matter of what degree, right? Right. And so that degree is defined by what your starting point was. You know, if you were at a low place of self-esteem and someone were to spew some negativity your way, you know, you're fat, you're dumb, you're ugly, you're stupid, you'll never amount to anything, you know, whatever the negativity is, then that is akin to like another brick on your pile about why you're not good, right? Uh, Right. Why why you deserve this, because it must be true, right? However, if you're at a higher place of esteem and the exact same negative commentary comes your way, it's still going to sting, hurt your feelings. You might even cry about it, depending on who it was who said it to you. But in short order, you're going to bounce back because reality is going to set in. Right. The truth is that all of us have an opinion, each and every one of us, about everything. Yes, ma'am. And we're entitled to that opinion. But when it comes to you, yourself, the only opinion and the most important opinion that matters is what you think and feel about you. Yes. And so when you're at that, you have that clear understanding and that stings, you're going to be like, hey, you know what? <laughs> That's nothing more than your opinion. Right. And you're entitled to that. So I don't have to argue with you. I don't have to fight you. I don't have to curse you out. I don't have to debate with you. I don't even have to try to convince you because mm-hmm. that's your opinion and you're entitled to it but I am entitled and I choose yes that word again I choose not to receive that yes because yes. I know that I know that I know uh-huh. what you said is not true about Come you on. and yes. so therefore when that negativity happens because we can't control anybody except self that's it so that's people can all say what they want to say they're going to do what they want to do they're going to react how they want to wow. react so you get to choose how you respond and so your response can simply be walking away because that is a choice. Yes, it is. But too often people get caught up in spitfire. Now I got to fight, you know, so you're already in that anger mode. And that negativity now creates another situation. Uh-huh. And, you know, oh, it's your fault. You made me pop you in your mouth. You made, no, 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 no. No one has that kind of power and control over yes. that. Yes, yeah. Right? You yeah. chose that. Yeah, they pushed a few buttons, but that's their prerogative to push the buttons. Mm-hmm. How you, know, you had a choice action. to walk away, yes. to say nothing, to not respond. Because oftentimes in those heated moments, what's said and done mm-hmm. is for the purpose of getting a rise, right? And if they can't get a rise, they're going to move on, right? You know, I said all that, and you, said, you don't have nothing to say. What, you don't got nothing to say about that? Right, because then they mad, you ain't customized, or you ain't exactly. that. I was was expecting that retort. I was expecting something to come back. So I was already ready for my comeback. Mm -hmm. And now I'm on flat because I don't even know how to respond to you smiling at me. Yeah. So I've I've realized that I've dealt with some people. And so it finally clicked with me, like, what's going on here? But the thing is, is that 
I've dealt with some people who I know intentionally done some stuff and it's cool. I don't let that fall to me. I, I call it loving on them. I still love on them in spite of. And yeah. so, um, so they're kind of like, does she know that I said it? Or does she know that I did it? Because she hasn't acted any different. So right. it leaves them confused on whether if I know or not. And a lot of them still lash because they were looking for me to bite back and I didn't and they were so anticipating that that they have no choice but to still follow through with what their their rebuttal was gonna be to what they thought that I was going to do right and so I was able to say I'm like you oh yeah you thought that I was gonna right. and I didn't but you still because you were so ready that now they stuck on crazy yeah and now you and then now I'm that looking yeah. like oh yeah so it's, it's so that's been that's been a really great um insight for me now being able to know that when people do lash out or do that that it's just a, a projection of their internal stuff and at any time something about someone rubs me some way then I need to check myself because that shouldn't have that shouldn't have um, rippled my waters, pretty right, much. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, this is this is great information. This is this is great, and maybe this only podcast was for me today. I hope someone else is getting something out of it. If anything about this helped you, or if you felt like it didn't help you, and you know a friend, a cousin, or auntie that this could benefit, then share it on because everything isn't for you. And maybe this podcast wasn't for you. Maybe it was for you to hear it so you could be like, oh, my cousin need to hear this. Then right. pass it to your cousin that needed it. And then that was the part that you played in the awesomeness that's going to take place. And we appreciate y'all for that. And I know you're a busy woman, so we got a, we got a few more minutes. And um, we're going to wrap it up. So, let me, so since we were just talking about worth and, and that, so here to explain to us the difference of self-worth and net worth, because everybody in this net network and trying to get it and I my saying is you are the bag because we don't have to chase the bag you are the bag so when you love on you you affirm you you appreciate you and I'm and it's funny we're talking about seeds because I have a whole thing that's called just keep blooming because life doesn't happen to you it happens for you so you use what life dishes out and don't apply it like lotion and foundation and rub it in and then you wear it no use it for something use it as fuel to your fire use it to make you open a business use it to make you learn something that you didn't know or use it to see that that person didn't value you and you learn how to value you but use it not apply it and so it's called just keep blue and so you know that we, we water and let them go out because the increase are happening and we just watch them bloom so self-worth versus net worth okay before i define that i want to share with you what the affirmation boxes we didn't get to talk about those yet and i don't know if we get to talk about it but okay. this b5 reaffirm program there's the, the box is called a b5 reaffirmation box and one of the affirmations in that box i'll read it to you it says my value doesn't decrease based on someone else's inability to see my work. Yes. Hey. Wait, one more time. One more time for the saints in the back. My value, right? The value that you place on yourself doesn't decrease mm -hmm. based on someone else's inability to see your work. Yes. That's beautiful. Because that, everybody's not going to see it. And, it. and I really I really believe it's not for everyone to see Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a treasure. Treasures aren't found by all those that hunt them. 
But right. just because they aren't found, that doesn't devalue them. Absolutely. You Absolutely. And the value, the worth, the person who gets to assign the worth is you, right? And the worth that you assign to yourself is how everyone else values you, right? So if you assign yourself at zero value, then when people treat you like you're not worth anything, that's because you said, it's okay to treat me like I'm nothing. Oh, come on. That's right. Yes, yes so ma'am. Because we treat people how to treat us. That yes. was another you, pill you I had. You tell people how to treat you. Yes, you I don't tell treat you, you like okay. anything. No one else is going to treat you like anything, right? So it starts there. And so network versus your self-worth. On the other side of my business, the bona fide side is uh -huh. your financial capability, education, personal money management. So that's where the network is. So that's talking about your asset minus your liability. That's your network, right? Okay. What is your monetary value of your work after right. you take out all your liabilities? That's that side. So on the self-esteem side, the B5 reaffirm side of my business is where the self-worth is defined, right? And again, that self-worth, you are the one who's assigning that value. It's like you own this store, uh -huh. right? You are the merchandise. And so you get to put the price tag on the merchandise, right? And, and if you treat yourself like, you know, you're free, like you are on the clearance rack, right? Then, then that's what you're projecting. That's what you told the world because that's the price tag that you put on you. Uh -huh. Is that, you know, I'm on the clearance rack. Yeah. I'm, reduced, I'm discounted, right? I'm less than. But if you put full value on that, then that means I'm not for sale. You got to pay full price. Hello, somebody. Right? Hello. And, and so that's how you show up in the world. And, and again, how you feel and think about you will dictate how you show up in this world, right? I, when, when talking about relationships, the young women, young females that I mentor, I use a GL. And for those who don't know, that's a general ledger. That's an accounting term, right? Uh -huh. And so if you're familiar with a GL, it is like a T, right? There's two columns, asset and liability. There's no middle column. There's no middle of the road. There's no gray. It's black and white. You're either an asset or liability. Right. So wait, wait, so wait, wait, so ain't no in between like I kind of, you either provide or you take away. Pretty much, is that what asset? That's it. It's plus or minus. That's okay. for liability. Right? Plus or minus. And us, meaning the person in the relationship with the female in this example, mm -hmm. we each have our own personal GL, right? My GL looks different than your GL, looks different than the next female's GL, right? And so, and even at different points in your life, your GL might look a little different. I just use myself as an example to be transparent, right? Right. When, when you're like in high school, does he look good? Does he smell good? Does he drive a nice car? Oh, that's him. Oh, he's so fine. Right? Uh-huh. Come on. As you mature, those values change, right? You want him to have a job. You want him to have faith. Well, for me, on my GL, like you got to have this relationship, this, this, yeah. this, this vertical relationship, right? You, you need to have a job. You, you need to have goals. Like you need to be working towards something because if you're not working towards something by default, you're working towards nothing. Right? One more time for the saints so, in the back. One more time for the saints in the back. Oh, if you have to have a plan, you gotta be working towards something. If you're not working towards something by default, you're working towards nothing, mm. right? And so, 
when you were in high school, junior high, write your little GL then, look at the because he just all the requirements. He had to look good, smell good, drive a nice car, have a nice bicycle, right? And and dress nice or whatever, right? Right. But as you mature, like you you're looking at things through a different lens because you've matured. Right. And so you want him, you know, whatever it is. And everybody's GL is different. So maybe he maybe your mate has to have a PhD or you know, or whatever, have to have a certain dollar amount in the bank account. Uh-huh. Might have to drive a certain car, live in a certain neighborhood, or you know, it's not a place to judge, that's your GL, right? right. Everybody's GL is different. And and so what the importance of that is is that if you're looking at your GL and evaluating this potential mate and on your GL they got more checks in that liability column than in the asset column, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that this person is a bad person or no. doesn't have anything to add. No. They're just not the right person. Yes. yes. Right? They may be perfect on somebody else's GL. They might be hitting all the markers on the asset side. Oh, we got we definitely having a round two of Miss Pamela, y'all. Like this is <laughs> this is just too juicy. And, and we so, are definitely gonna have her back. You yes, just find that. Right. On this GL, yes, we That's need it. more about this GL. That's What's it. on your GL? Your mate is either an asset or they're a liability. There's no gray. There's no oh well, he's lacking or she's lacking in this area, but I'm sure I can change them. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not. A- yeah, she coming back, y'all, because I know Miss Pam got another meeting, and we oh, oh we enjoyed <laughs> ranting with her today. Like she dropped so many gems. I appreciate you showing up today. I won't, it wasn't short notice, notice as in their time, right. not the divine timing. We're we'll right on time. So um, yeah. So y'all tune in. We're gonna hear more from Miss Pamela McCourt. Like we we thank her for coming to to hearts talk and rant with us it was it was a good empowering rant like you dropped a lot of gems you helped empower me my bona fide bits as i like to call them bona fide we'll did you get your bona 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 were you bona fide today i like that were you bona fide today yeah we're going to talk about bona fide and we'll talk about b5 and we'll okay. talk about the number five bona fide b5 so i could just write it in and the number five mm-hmm. okay so that's on the next uh, podcast, y'all. I'll let y'all know when that is coming up. And so y'all can be ready. So we're going to send this out so you can listen to it. And then you can now know who she is, what we bring into the table, so you can be prepared with your notepad and your pen and jot down these these bona fide things for your life. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so y'all be great. Um, be gods. Be amazing. We thank y'all for ranting with us. And a better y'all equals a better me. And all y'all already know it's a heart thing. Where should it start?